your documents uh, supporting your candidature for GFA presidential elections are not eligible. That is the message that has been sent to George Efui as he is disqualified from the Ghana Football Association presidential race. And also, we'll be talking about the Black Stars who have an all-important AFCON qualifier against Central Africa Republic later today. It is a must-win for the senior national team, and Chris Heaton is very much aware of the task ahead. Black Mamas, they are in Dakar for the Paris Olympic qualifiers seeking to secure qualification to um, the Olympic Games in Paris. Well, uh, some um, 12 athletes are currently in Dakar. Seven men, five girls, hoping to make Ghana proud. We've got this and many more here on Sports today with me, Muftaro Nabila Abla. And also stay glued as we'll be speaking to Coach Osman to give us an idea of what to expect from the senior national team, the Black Stars, later today. Now, let's take the first stories in detail. And Georgia Freer, he has been disqualified from contesting this year's Ghana Football Association presidential elections. Well, in a statement that was sent to him by the Elections Committee of the Ghana Football Association, it stated that Georgia Freer was endorsed by the wrong signatories. Let's take a look at the statement that the Ghana Football Association Elections Committee sent to him on uh, Wednesday evening. And a portion of it, as you can see on your screen, it says that the decision of the Ghana Football Association Elections, uh, Elections Committee, it says that following the vetting process held on 21st August 2023, and after careful consideration, the Ghana Football Association Elections Committee regrets to inform you that your application to contest for the position of president of the GFA was unsuccessful. They say this was because of a breach of Article 13.2J of the Ghana Football Association Statutes 2019 and failure to provide the required number of Ghana Football Association members to support your candidature. Per Article 13.2J, signatories of member, uh, members of the Ghana Football Associations must be registered with the Registrar General because members of the GFA are considered to be companies. So if you do not get the right signatories from the members, uh, it means that you've not provided the right requirement. And also, because the number of people who signed for him Pedagana Football Association, some of them, especially Techiman at uh, 11-1, said they did not endorse him. It reduced his numbers to just three of them. So this is what they said. The names of the authorized officer proposing or supporting a candidate must be per Article 13.2J of the GFA Statutes 2019. Therefore, the persons authorized to propose or support a candidate must be persons whose names are captured in a list of officials specifying those who are authorized signatories with a right to enter into legally binding agreements with third parties. Any changes of the officials and authorized signatories shall be communicated to the general secretary within 30 days of the said change. 
it went on further to state uh, other reasons. So these were the people who supported George Efriye. Starting from A, we have New Edubiasi United, Brecum Chelsea Football Club, Adriana Stars, Brecum City FC, and Victory Club Warriors. Now, let's talk about Victory Club Warriors specifically, because the GFA said in their uh, letter that Victory's uh, Football Club was signed by Jeffrey Asari, who is not an authorized signatory of uh, the, uh, the, the club. So here's another portion. All authorized persons about signed a statutory declaration indicating that the GFA have proposed or indicate they have proposed or supported only your candidature and no other candidate for the position of president. There was, however, a statutory declaration sworn by Nana Ameyao Menu of the Chiman 11 Wonders, which had no reference to your nomination form because no such person had signed your nomination form. That's what they said. Now let's move on. Petitions were also received by the committee regarding your candidature, which you were informed of at the vetting and questions were asked about them. One of them actually has to do with a, a text message George Efriye sent to Kwesi Nyantechi when he was a vice president of the Ghana Football Association. The content of that text message was that he described Kwesi Nyantechi as greedy and that he was going to contest him in the next FA elections. And uh, quite unclear why this one was considered a major, major issue. But it is not in my position to say whether it is uh, something that should be considered by the elections committee or not. They went on to say that on your nomination form, you indicated that the fit GFA member supporting you was Victory Club Warriors FC, and the name and designation of the, the authorized officer of the supporting GFA member was stated as Jeffrey Asari, director of Victory Club Warriors FC. However, the records of Victory Club Warriors from the office of the Register of Companies revealed that the only directors of Victory Club Warriors Limited are Leslie Kuku Battles and Angela Effa, with Angela Effa as the secretary. Well, the committee went on to say that it also confirmed from the records submitted to the GFA by Victory Club Warriors FC that Jeffrey Asari was neither listed as an authorized signatory of the club, nor was he registered on the FIFA Connect system as a club official at the time of the sign of the nomination form, the vetting and decision making by the election committee. So they went on to say that subsequently, the committee inquired via a recorded WhatsApp video call from the owner of Video Club Warriors FC, the sole shareholder and director of the club, Leslie Kuku Battles, whether Jeffrey Asari was an authorized signatory for the club or a director of the company. And Leslie Kuku Battles told the GFA that he was not. It went on to say that, furthermore, Jeffrey Asari also confirmed through a recorded WhatsApp video that. Uh, he was not a director of the uh, of Victory Club Warriors Limited, as stated on your nomination form and stated in a statutory declaration sworn on 8 August 2023. Per his admission, he peddled falsehood by his statutory declaration. That is what the, the, the elections committee relied on to disqualify George Efriye 
and as you can see, right to appeal. He has up to Monday, September 11, to appeal the decision of the elections committee if he wants to fight it. Portions of the GFA statutes governing elections, which is uh, Article 8, uh, it has to do with um, submissions and examinations of executive council members of the Ghana Football Association. Article 8.3 of the statutes clearly states that a member shall be, uh, or a candidate shall be told two days after the elections committee uh, notices an anomaly in the person's uh, uh, nomination forms. George Freire, uh, whom I spoke to just about two days ago, has told me that um, at no point the Ghana Football Association wrote to him, indicating to him that his nomination form um, did not have the right information required for him to be passed. Now, let's hear from George Freire himself, who spoke to us on Tuesday. And prior to this conversation, he had no idea that he was going to be disqualified from the presidential race. There are things you can do in your jurisdiction that is allowed by FIFA. The FA, for me, even though I believe that it's wrong, I realized that I was going to be the only candidate who is challenging the FA president. And I didn't want to create that impression that, oh, he can't pay. What is 50,000 Ghana cities? What is 50,000 Ghana cities? If, if, if 50,000 Ghana cities is nothing, why were you talking about it as, as if it is something? Because but I remember wrong. when you filed your nomination, if it is wrong, then stand up to something that is right by not paying that money. No, tell them that no, if no. you want to run the you see, FA. You see, you see. You cannot stay out to fight the system. You stay in to fight it. If I, if I become the FA president, you I'll change it. Of course. And it was so funny. Do you know that members of the executive committee who had approved these fees were struggling to get money to pay? I know members who had actually approached people that will help me to pay my 15000 So how did you approve it then? Well, because I was the only one paying. I was the only one. People say that that position has actually been monetized now. That's true. So if you, go, if you, if you can't be GFA president, you want to get back your money, isn't it? No, 50,000. <laughs> oh, you want to get it back? Oh, no, I can no. forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to get it back from the GFA. But where? To get it back from my private business. Oh, you're traveling, allowances and all that, per diems and all, you get it back. But every, everybody who works get paid for what he works for. And so you get your money back? Well, I, to, to some extent, yes. Per diem, yes. <laughs> but I don't think that you, some of us, you know, you live see, on per diem. You, you do, do I look like someone who lives on per diem? Be fair. But you're not even there. How are you going to get Exactly. <laughs> so that's the point. Sitting here, yesterday I was supposed to travel to Japan. I told you. Yeah. When you called me, I yeah. said, oh, you are even lucky because... So where, oh, where is the podium that was... The, the flight ticket to Japan now is about $5,500. How, how much podium can pay that? And when you travel and go and stay there for a very long time, you get, you get the money. But I'm saying that Antigen, now. On a more serious note, you put, the way you run your football... You are running for your personal interest How? and not in the interest of the general public. That is why we, that must change. Oh. That, that is what you are witnessing now. Is that how you witness Andagosi Nyantechi? Is that how you witness it, Andagosi Nyantechi? It is what you are witnessing now is what you are talking about. And that must change.
There were rumors that they were planning to disqualify you. Did you hear that? How is that going to be possible? A Zongo boy, a Barracks boy, a Japanese stream disqualify me. NC. But did you hear that? NC, NC. Don't waste your time. We are communist inferior tactics. I did a story is, on my show. Is, yeah, where yeah, you said you've heard it, and then yeah, I'm you, saying that this is communist inferior tactics. They want you to just focus, uh, just lose focus, and then because the, the statutes and the uh, election regulations is clear, Article eight, uh, eight, three, and four. It's so clear. It shows you that if I submit my documents to you and you find anything wrong, you need to write to me and give me three days to correct them. As I sit here, I have no reason. Roger Fuye there speaking to me on Tuesday. And in fact, he's our guest for Prime Take um, on the AM show tomorrow. As you heard him, at no point was he written to by the Ghana Football Association Elections Committee telling him that uh, there was an anomaly in his nomination form. So he never saw this disqualification coming, but it has landed. It's unclear whether he will appeal the decision, uh, but uh, what we do know is that many people actually say he should have been given a window to either change his subscribers or correct whatever anomalies they, they found in there. Let's talk with the Black Stars. And later today, they'll come up against Central Africa Republic in the last round of the AFCON qualifiers. The senior national team needs a win because three countries have got a chance to qualify to the African Cup of Nations. Central Africa Republic, the Black Stars' opponent, as well as Angola. They also, also stand a chance of qualifying to the tournament. Um, Chris Hilton is very much aware of the task ahead, and he says that it is important he and his boys rise to the occasion. Very, very conscious of what uh, this game means. Um, not only the, the nation, but of course the, myself, and the players and everybody involved, we know what this game means. So our preparation um, has been for the last two days. You know, I've often spoke about the difficulty of, of preparation at international level, but it's the same. It's the same for the Central African Republic team training today and playing tomorrow, and it's the same for us. And we will do everything that we can to get uh, the result that we want to get. Um, so our preparation has been good, uh, as with all international camps, sometimes you miss players through injuries and of course we are missing some uh, through injuries but it's always an opportunity for others. We are playing at home, we have a good record here and it's a record that uh, we want to continue. There's nobody that has the right to be in any squad. They have to earn that right. And that can come in different ways. That can come with somebody like Andre who's our captain, who's uh, a big influence and, and respectful player, respectful player around the squad, so for what he can add to the squad. Um, and Edmund Adu, you know, for the games that he's played and also for the options that we have in central midfield. And um, you might think different, but we um, certainly is from offensive, offensive midfield. You know, we don't have as many options as what we have in other positions. You know, particularly players that have played uh, and been in previous squads. So, for, for every player that's in there, there's a thought process that goes on. You know, nobody nobody gets into the squad just because it's a squad. 
That's Chris Hilton, the head coach of the Black Stars. Now let's also hear from the head coach of Central African Republic, Raul Savoy, who says that um, they are here to also secure qualification to the tournament. We are three teams still in the race. Uh, for us, we missed the qualification last game against Angola in Douala. So now we know exactly what we have to do tomorrow. So now for tomorrow, now we know that we need a result, clearly. So that I, I, I don't want to say that it will be, it will be first uh, easy, but we are, we are going to fight. And see, you know, every game has a story, and we'll see tomorrow at the end of the game exactly who will be happy and uh, of course not. But for us, we are humble. We know that we are going to fight, and uh, let's see tomorrow. We'll see what happens later today. Let's go on Zoom and speak to uh, my colleague, Samuel Ekwaimuasi, and Coach uh, Osma. She would ask them uh, their thoughts on what we should expect from the Black Stars and what the threat of Central African Republic is. Now, uh, let me go to uh, Coach Osman first. Uh, Coach Osman, uh, just give us an idea of what the threat of Central African Republic is to this Black Stars team and how Chris Hilton and his boys can navigate that. Uh, please unmute for me, Coach Osman. Um, uh, Coach Osman, please unmute. Unmute for me. Um, uh, let, let's let's speak to Echo here. Echo, um, uh, tell me pretty quick. What what do you think Chris Hilton and his boys must do later today to secure that all important slot? in the next African Cup of Nations? Well, um, good afternoon. I think that it's, it's, it's pretty simple. I think um, Chris Hutin and the players knows what is our stake at the moment. I think that they start by getting your selection right. They start by trying as much as possible to ensure that the players that you will select them for this crucial game get to understand what you want to do on the pitch. I don't think that Chris Hutin needs to go into this game thinking that he's going to gamble. No, we've seen Central African Republic frustrating Nigeria and then going going to Abuja to record, uh, I mean, a 1-0 win against Nigeria. And for me, I think that they coming to Ghana and they coming here on Saturday. Now, they've been here over the weekend and it tells you that they are in for a reason. They are in to battle for something. And just mm -hmm. like what we heard their coach saying, it means that all is not lost for them. They can still try as much as possible to frustrate the Black Stars to get something in this game. But it starts with the coach. The technical handlers must make sure that they get their selection right. And the players that will be selected for this game must ensure that they get, I mean, they do what they are being instructed to do on the pitch. I don't think that seeking for individual I mean, play and stuff at this moment, is, I don't think that it's needed that much because we only need a draw to qualify. In Come in to JCPenney today, your go-to destination for fall, and reimagine your denim. It's new blues, your rules. So refresh with signature denim pieces you can wear every day, multiple ways, with hundreds of washes and styles for everyone, plus great savings on popular brands like Levi's, A&A, Wrangler, Arizona Jean Company, Lee, and more. You're never short on options. Get amazing denim deals every week. JCPenney, make it count. Nissan has a car for every driver who wants more. More action. More fun. 
more guts, more head turns, more adventure, more electric. At Nissan, more is all we do. The Central African Republic will storm in and then get possession and then kill the game. And if they're able to do this and do this very well, it will be a threat for Ghana as a nation in terms of the tactics because Ghana would be going in for a kill. And in those days, there's likelihood that they would be exposed um, at the default. And if that happens, then the Central African Republic would capture on that and then punish the team. Um, uh, let me bring uh, Sami uh, uh, to this one. Uh, Sami, uh, just how important would it be for Ghana to qualify to this tournament? Yeah, I mean, it is. And, and it again, is, and again, how much of a miss? I think that... Well, I mean, I think that it, 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 it will be very important for Ghana to qualify, looking at how we went to Qatar and then disgrace ourselves, even before that we've been to Cameroon and disgrace ourselves. And I think that there's a final opportunity for um, for the Black Stars and Christian to go in there and try as much as possible to qualify. If we fail to qualify for this tournament in that which, I mean, uh, hosted in Ivory Coast, just a nearby country, then it, it, it will, I mean, fuse into the narrative that our football is now, has not been doing well for the past four years that this Okreku took over. We've seen our national teams I mean, performing at a, uh, performing poorly at some major tournaments. So for me, I think that it will be a very, very a big blow to the country. It will be a very big blow to, the, to, to our football uh, ecosystem, to quote the words of the uh, FA president. So for me, I think that qualifying is very important. But if we fail to qualify, if to fuse into the uh, narrative that our football in this country is really, really is declining, and I think that we need to take a different approach to ensure that we revive our game in this country. Gentlemen, um, uh, thanks very much for your uh, time. Uh, but just before we go, uh, the breaking news coming in is that Georgia Free has reacted to the Ghana Football Association Elections Committee's decision to uh, disqualify him from contesting uh, the uh, elections later this year. And this is a statement he says. He says that um, uh, he he's very dissatisfied with their decision and has therefore referred the matter to the legal team to take the necessary steps to overturn this decision. Have always believed in uh, operating within legal remedies, laid down procedure and processes, and would therefore add all my supporters, followers, and football lovers to remain calm and refrain from any acts that may mar our beautiful football culture. That was a message Georgia Freer has released uh, as uh, he reacts to the decision of the Elections Committee to disqualify him. And this is our wrap-up sports today here with me, Muftar Abda. We appreciate your time.